we are going to profess the creed as we do every Sunday. Except for last night, I forgot to do that. How ironic. I talk about it and then I don't do it. So hopefully they did it on the way to the Dairy Queen after Mass. Hopefully. But we are going to profess the creed. And in that creed, we profess our belief in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. What does this mean for our church to be apostolic? What does it mean to believe that and base one's life upon it? Do you remember the moment in John's Gospel when Jesus is standing before Pontius Pilate and he says, the purpose I was born and sent into this world was in order to bear witness to the truth. And whoever is of the truth listens to my voice. And then remember the reply of Pontius Pilate, what is truth? Boy, there's the question of the day. And perhaps it is among the most important questions that we will ever answer as we live in a culture that feels like a sea of information and opinions. What is truth? Whoever is of the truth listens to my voice. And those 12 apostles listened to the voice of the one who said, I am the truth. They listened to him for three years, taking in that truth that God started to reveal centuries ago and culminates in the sending of the truth, Jesus Christ. At the end of the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus then sends them out on a great commission. He sends the church out and he says, go and teach all nations. Give to them what I have given to you. This is why Paul for example, could say with such confidence to some of the early Christian communities he was founding. He did not found them on a truth that Paul came up with. Paul didn't get on the internet and just search for all kinds of, of information and just come up with what he thought was true. He said, I'm passing on to you 
what is handed on to me. And this is what has happened all throughout the church's history. Jesus did not want the truth that he gave these apostles to be just up for grabs, to be understood just any old way. He did not want it to get lost and confused in a sea of wavering, uncertain human opinions. And so he did something to guarantee that that truth would be understood rightly and guarded and passed on faithfully from one generation to the next. And his intentions are revealed clearly in the gospel we just heard. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And did you notice all kinds of opinions? Well, some say you're John the Baptist. Others think that you are Elijah. And yet there's others over here that think you're Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Opinions. What is truth? Are any of those opinions true? And how can we know? And then the Spirit of God stirred Peter. The Father of Jesus revealed the truth to Peter, and he said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And notice Jesus' response. He does something. Peter, you are rock. And upon this rock, this faith that did not come from you, but came from my Father, I'm going to build my church on this solid rock foundation of truth. And I'm going to give you keys keys of the kingdom of heaven that I am building on this earth so that whatever you loose in on earth will be loosed in heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And against this truth, not even the gates of hell will ever be able to overcome it. Jesus did not want the truth upon which your salvation and mine depends to be at the whim of wavering human opinions. The truth about God, the truth about Jesus, the truth about life as we are seeing today with a Supreme Court decision, you can be guaranteed in that jungle of information that we call the internet, there's going to be all kinds of opinions and commentary. 
What is the truth? I'm 60 years old. I do not want to base my life on an opinion. Life is too short. I want to base my life on the truth, the truth that is certain. And that comes to me through the apostles. You are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. I'll give you the keys. Go teach all nations. This is how you and I can know the truth about God, about Jesus, about marriage, about life, what is right, what is wrong. I don't get on the internet and just kind of see what feels right, because then I can't be certain of the truth. Jesus has made this provision for our sake so that we would not have to worry about what to believe, how to live. This is why it is such a blessing to be Catholic. When I understood this, I realized at that moment I will live and die a Catholic. It's done. I never have to wonder. I don't get on the internet, I just grab the catechism which summarizes the teaching of the church and how we understand the scriptures given to us by God. The catechism, I don't got to make something up. A lot of people today in our culture, without knowing it, have made themselves their own pope. There are the, they are the ones who decide what is true. I am not the Pope. I don't sit in that chair upon which Jesus conferred this gift. My friends, without a divinely appointed, anointed authority over the truth, the church is like a house on the shifting sands of human opinion. Without an divinely appointed, anointed authority, the church is like a ship without a rudder on a stormy sea, wavering over all kinds of conflicting ideas about just about everything. My dear friends, let us today decide that we are going to follow the teaching of the apostles. As it says in Acts chapter 2, they held steadfastly to the teaching of the apostles that was passed on from Jesus to them, from them to their successors right to this day. We have the truth. Now we just need the grace to live it and the mercy to help us up whenever we fail. All of that is given by Jesus Christ. 
Let us say at the end of our life, I have run the race. I have competed well. I have kept the faith. Amen.